Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Full Coverage, a beauty podcast by beauty addicts for beauty addicts. We are your hosts. I'm professional makeup artist Harriet Hadfield. And we have the unprofessional but wonderful beauty junkie. Lindsay Kelk. It's the nicest thing you've ever said. I to just me. can't commit. Still. I hate the word unprofessional. I'm like, she knows so much. I mean, I can literally put you in, in touch with people who will tell you how unprofessional I am. Deadline, well. schmedline. Deadline, schmedline. <laughs> Taxes, schmaxes. Oh, we've got a corker of a show. We have, if only because we've just basically done the entire thing we to ourselves. We pretty much have. We've just talked about makeup for an hour and we were like, we really should be recording we were this. Like, let's just look at what we've got on the script and let's look at what we've got on the table. And we just basically did the entire show so yeah. here's the second go <laughs> the first time with the microphones <laughs> i feel like i haven't seen you in ages and i saw you on two days ago three days ago we were hiking though so it was very serious Guys, business we hiked we did and can i point out Lindsay's boyfriend jeff is so pro at it he had the sticks he did he has got sticks oh anyway now that we've been hashtag so la yeah we're going to move on with a ton of new news. And then after we've new news today, we are going to answer your questions. We are. Can you even believe it? I really enjoy doing this. It's really exciting because I like, and I haven't seen the questions, so I quite like not knowing what you're going to throw at me. I haven't seen all the questions <laughs> because I just asked for them. I should point out there are literally hundreds. Thank you, Thank everyone. You. Thank you, everybody, on our Facebook group and uh, on our Facebook page. We might not get some all today, but we'll get to as many as we can. And we can always do a part two. Such is the glory of the pod. The glory, the glory of the pod. So we're going to crack on with new news and where shall we start shall we start with the collab that was announced i think a couple of days ago very very exciting are you talking about the kim and mario i am talking about the kim and mario kkw kkw times m i was gonna say in the house i was like we totally <laughs> don't have Imagine kate, if were. Kate, yeah. not kate who's kate <laughs> kate and kim, kim and mario. Kays. just sat in silver lake yeah like, with yeah, the cats you just introducing them quickly they're just here for new news we've got no other questions for them i would actually would quite I enjoy that, that would get us a lot of hits to be fair <laughs> do you think so <laughs> maybe we'll reach out would you like to have Kim Kardashian yeah. wear some Mario on the pod? Let us know. We'll, we'll give it our best shot. Yes. But I will tell you now. <laughs> we highly doubt it. <laughs> Snowball's chance in hell. But yeah. anyway, I've, have you been watching uh, Glam Masters on Lifestyle? No, but I, I saw him announce it on, I think, his Instagram with yeah. a picture of Kim wearing some of the eyeshadows. I've been, I've been watching Glam Masters where Mario is a judge. It's like Ooh. America's Next Top Model for makeup artists. But oh, that's fun. That's another story all along um we should actually probably try and get one of those girls on it because i bet they'd, they'd be interesting to <laughs> yeah. chat to after going through something like that Ooh, good call on to the collab yes i saw the same thing i collab collab i don't know i saw it uh on instagram i saw it on yeah. mario's instagram and it's launching april 5th so yes. mere days away people prepare yeah. thy clicking fingers because it will sell out yeah uh looks to me like it's a 10 shade palette eye quite palette. a few neutrals in there quite a Coppers, few neutrals sort of gold and then a bright bright blue yes um reminded me which i'm sure won't help us get them on the pod <laughs> a lot of the pat mcgrath uh original yes three palettes that had a lot of neutrals and a big bright blue yep 
no, there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with that. If they're the colours, I know Mario has made a statement and said, hey, I think a lot of people have been saying this reminds them of something. I imagine that's what it is. <laughs> uh, and he made a statement saying it shouldn't remind you of anything because it's the colours that me and Kim have used over the last 10 years yeah. on her face, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I love the authenticity of that, that this is... Yeah. The col- these are the colours that she wears. Use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there are also two high shine glosses and a lipstick. So hmm. I don't know. I've never really been intrigued by KKW Beauty. No, and I think it's one of those things. I mean, when the contour sticks came out and the lip glosses came out, in all honesty, it's just it just wasn't for me. I, I wasn't that fast. You bought the lip glosses. I totally forgotten. I had a plate. They were nice. They weren't bad. They were nice, but there was nothing for me that was groundbreaking. I'm not really one for i mean in terms of cream contours my favorite is still the kevin aquan um yeah. the wand the one i can't remember what it's called now like the liquid yeah, contour yeah, no, wand so for me that's my go-to and also that has different shades in which i've always really liked um yeah so it just it just wasn't something that was for me but again that's not to say it isn't good i know some people no. really liked it i know the uh the highlighters that came out recently yeah. um they've had really great reviews everywhere i've seen them be reviewed it's been really good reviews i think a couple of people questioned the shade range inclusion wise yeah um the only thing i would say on that again i haven't got them and i haven't tried them but i will say they were brightening concealers so right I think some people were expecting to see a lot of deep, darker tones in there, but they weren't right. cover-up concealers. So I don't know if that was a little bit of an unfair criticism. Right. Because as you know, as a makeup artist, yeah. if you're doing it for brightening, you're looking for more of that corrector tone. Yes, and slightly lighter shade yeah. than your actual concealer. So that was harsh. I mean, I'm not, again, I am the lightest, whitest lady that ever lived, so I'm in no position to tell anyone what they should and shouldn't expect from a concealer range. Uh, but I mean, it was a pretty hefty range. There were a lot of colors in there. But that's definitely something we'll see whether mm. or not she addresses that in future. But I am quite tempted by this palette. It does look pretty. Mm. I, I definitely am excited to see it like in its finished form. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely have a look. I don't know if I'll be buying it. Well, you, be you can honest. have a play with mine. I was going to say, let's we be real. all know. Lindsay will buy it. I mean, like... <laughs> I'll be there on April 5th going like, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Add to it's cart. midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure when you get your mitts on it, I'll have a look. I'll have a gander. Oh, I did buy my first Kylie product recently, actually, as well. I bought a Kylie mm. I've heard really good things about the Kylie, yeah. the eyeshadows I've heard good things about. I bought the highlighter about. palette from the uh, Weather Collection, from the Stormy Collection, which I haven't tested yet. But I will. Uh, and I'll tell you all about that when I've tried it. Got another new launch, which is coming your way any day now. It's another new launch from Benefit. Oh, okay. Mm. And this is a foundation, isn't it, Lindsay? It is a foundation. I feel like they've not done for a while. Hello Happy Foundation. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, God, I want to love you, Benefit. Please be good. This is just news. We haven't got it. We no. haven't tested it. I don't think I like anyone that has. It's in like the Chanel Vitalumia size kind of packaging. Squeezy like, bottle squeezy for bottle. the win. Like that. Sheer to medium coverage. <laughs> like finding the positives. Uh, Sheer to medium yes. coverage. SPF 15. Sounds good. Sounds um, great. Only 14 shades. But if it's sheer to medium, <sighs> that could be quite forgiving. Well, let's see. I mean, I feel like I, I like what they're telling me it's going to be formula wise. So I think we have to see when we get our hands on it, yeah. what we're kind of looking at. As soon range. as we get this, we'll let you know more. Yeah. Again, when first impressions on it was the packaging. It's another new strand of packaging. Yeah for benefit and you guys i know we are not your marketing department and you do not care for our opinion but like <laughs> come on um also presumably we'll just delete this or when we get invited to uh, their party in the Maldives. 
<laughs> it's funny because we won't. And you guys um, can laugh at us and be like, I remember that time. Yeah, they said they hate that foundation. Now look at them playing in Grenada. Well, to be fair, we might like it. We haven't tried we it. We might like we it. We might like it. Let's not eat our words no, before we've no. even... We haven't even tried it. You know what but I mean. But the one thing I do know for certain <laughs> is we will not be invited to that. No, it's safe <laughs> to say. trip to Grenada. <laughs> so you'll be pleased to know that when we do have an opinion, it will be all of our own. Uh, we've got some new stockist information. Lots of people we getting lots do. of brands. We do. I feel like there's been a lot of new products coming that have been more widely available in certain areas or certain countries or certain stores, or perhaps originally were just available online. Um, we have Herbivore, which is now going in Space NK um i believe it's that in the uk That's and in the, the us UK. i think it's in the us too yeah yes. I mean, we can already get it pretty easily yes here. i know you can buy it on sephora us yeah. online but not in store um i think herbivores had mixed opinions i i quite like it again i don't feel like there's any groundbreaking um you know it's not gonna be your acids it's not gonna yeah. be your actives i feel like it's nice for hydration naturally inspired um you know i know loads of people hate the word non-toxic but that's Dude, kind of what they brand themselves i as. went into um i don't know if you've been to the credo stores yet no uh, the new natural skincare Ooh. and makeup beauty stores um popping up around la possibly all over the states i'm not sure but there's a couple here i went in on sunday mm. and we walked in and the first thing she said to me she was like welcome to credo can i help you here today and we were like we're just browsing thank <laughs> you and she's like okay so everyone everything here is going to be cruelty free it's going to be non-toxic. And the second yeah. she said it, I was just, I could hear Hyron's in my head. Yeah, I know. Like, it. Shut up. I can, like, when, when I say it, I feel toxic? like, yes. And I, I get it. You know, for me, it doesn't matter if some things, I mean, obviously I prefer it not to be toxic, but <laughs> <laughs> even that word sounds really scary when you say it without the non-part. And there's me but, like merrily drinking a Diet Coke going, like, I don't give a shit. Love that Aspharma <laughs> team or Aspartame. Mm, get yeah. it in me. No, I, I ultimately, I want my products to work. And that's the same with my kids product has to work that is my the single most important reason I'm using it is because yep. it does what I want it to do whether that's yep. color payoff whether that's hydration whether that's covering what it you know I my my main purpose for choosing product is how it yep. works so however that will be coming to space yeah. and, and I, I love I've got the jasmine oil and yeah I love, I love, I love the body the glow spritz it's gorgeous yeah. I think we need to get someone on the pod to explain to us yes what this non-toxic movement is and what parabens are and what phthalates are and what SLS yes. is and does because I have a knowledge but I don't have same here and there's mixed opinions on it I feel like there's there's you know always two sides to every story and I feel like there's definitely again everyone's kind of got an opinion yeah. on whether they are bad whether they're not and in what doses etc so we'll see what we can do with yeah. that guys um very exciting Lindsay Chanel is gonna be in Ulta <laughs> I'm gonna be so which poor. yeah we, we're gonna have no money but then on the flip side Colourpop is also gonna be in Ulta so, so that's exciting is I can go in to buy some super bargainous Colourpop and then accidentally buy a $40 lipstick at the same time Yes, and Fantastic. life will be wonderful. Fantastic. So we have that. That's exciting news as well. I do love it. I've recently um, renewed my love for Ulta. I love Ulta. I can spend a lot of time in there. I like that there's the hair stuff, mm. like your hair dryers. And I don't know. I just feel like I can spend a lot of time in I an like Ulta. I like that it is a, a, a real mix of prestige yeah. and drugstore. Yes, store. me too. Um, and this just really does reinforce <laughs> that, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, mm, colour pop on one side of the shop, Chanel on the other. I'll take both. Thank you. And especially now, Max in there as well yeah brilliant Bonkers. so good uh another new launch which i i'm not saying turn off this podcast and go and buy it right now because it's limited edition and it will sell out 
but we'll be here if you need to do that. <laughs> uh, it is that time of year, which is very exciting because I know the weather has been dreadful for so many people for so long. Essay Lauder's Bronze Goddess Collection oh. is upon us. Summer is near. Summer is near. I love Bronze Goddess. <sighs> I love the smell of the perfume. Yeah, I love the fragrance. It just makes me so happy. And I know that sounds so silly coming from someone who would rather dip her face in tar than dip her <laughs> face in bronzer uh, because I'm not a bronzer person. But the Bronze Goddess Collection, I just it makes me think of summer. It's like yeah. the Tom Ford Soleil. Like, it is. It, it really is. so happy. Yeah. Um, and the hero product this year for me, far and away, the highlighter is always beautiful yeah it's usually too warm toned for me to use but i love it as a collector item this year there is um an eye and cheek palette which has blown my tiny mind it's beautiful <laughs> to look at sort of like a round rose gold with a little teal almost enamel clasp and it's mm. got a very very pretty pink blush a very uh, easy to wear champagne colored highlighter and then some neutrals in the eyeshadows and then a little pop of teal Little pop of teal. Little pop of teal. Yeah. Very nice for traveling. <laughs> Sounds I think a lot that'd like be great. Cockatiel. Like, cockatiel. <laughs> and that enjoys like a pop of teal cockatiel. <laughs> it's perfect. If you were going on holiday. Yeah. Mascara foundation, you're done. Yeah, I loved it. I'm Boom. so happy about that. So another exciting launch, um, which we were very, very kindly sent all the shades of, was by Urban Decay, and that is the Hi-Fi Lip Glosses, which are $20 each. Now, it's funny, when me and Lindsay both saw these, I was like, oh, I just want to touch them. <laughs> The packaging, I think, I'm going to say it, this is my favourite Urban Decay packaging yet. This Ever. is, yeah, maybe this is. You can see the colour through both sides, so you can see exactly how much lip gloss is left, which I love. Yep. I love that you'll actually see how much is in the package. You can see exactly what the colour is, so great to hold up to your lips. Yeah. Um, very comfortable wear, long wear gloss, super shiny, cushiony, soft. And for me, I said to Lindsay, the reason I got so excited by this is because there's some amazing like halo colours in there, and I would wear this on the eyes as well. I'm going to say it. And as soon as you I said totally that to wear me, them on the I eyes. Got super giddy. Sorry, that took me a minute because I'm currently. Applying. She's putting it on. <laughs> <laughs> that looks podding. so pretty on oh you. Oh my god, it so makes me so <gasps> happy. Um, I love them. I think the packaging is great. Super light, but That's not so in a cheap on way because it is so pretty. Yeah. Uh, you get a decent amount of product. It's uh, seven mils. That's crazy. 0.23 fluid ounces in each tube. For $20. That's great. Slightly minty, but not aggressively so. More scent than flavor, I would say. Mm. There's that very, very, very faint tingle of like, mm. oh, there's something minty on me. Slightly plumping. Um, I am beyond joyful because one of the shades, the one I just applied, is my beloved Big Bang. Which they brought back, you Which said. they brought back. I mean, it's been and gone in like lip color and vice. Um, but my, so my Big Bang Urban Decay story is it was, while I was in college and Urban Decay was like the biggest extravagance you could ever possibly imagine for a poor, poor <laughs> college student from Doncaster. Um, and I had two, I had Hot Pants, which was this beautiful pearlized pale pink which isn't in this set, but there's kind of a dupe, so it's fine. Uh, and I had Big Bang, which was uh, th this. It's like a raspberry, bright bluish pink with a ton of glitter in it. Um, but it looks so good on you. I feel like so it's so pretty. pretty. And it, this was my going out glass. And back in the days of lip gunk, uh, it smelled like aftershock. It smelled <laughs> like cinnamon. And Apple one, sours, that was my oh, treat. Oh man, yeah. It smelled like red aftershock. And I just have such 
like almost violent memories of joy of that lip gunk um and these glosses are a very different formula the lip gunk as you can imagine was a lot heavier it was very opaque but it was gorgeous and wonderful to wear and these are in their own way also gorgeous wonderful to wear i am I so it. happy this is my favorite urban decay launch in a very I long got me time. so excited yeah there isn't a yeah. dud in the collection no I just think it's fantastic. And there's such a reasonable price, $20. Yeah. We don't have the UK price yet, but... God, I think they so layer good. well as well, Lindsay. That's the other thing I've noticed. Like you could use some of them as like a top coat over Look the more opaque so colors. Useful. So my pick of you all these... You can use that as a highlight. I was going to say, candy flip for me is rainbow unicorns, mermaids, all thrown into <laughs> a lip gloss. <laughs> it's what it. wonderful things are made of. And for me, I'm totally going to wear that in my eyes. That's amazing. I I'm love it. I'm probably going to wear it as a highlight. I totally love it. met me. <laughs> Just while we're on the subject of Urban Decay, this is a quickie because uh, this is already out and I know people have talked about it. We really just wanted to mention it because mm. it's been vaguely controversial. And we've both tested it out, haven't we? We've both, both tested it and we've testing. both got on with it. Yeah. So it's the Back Talk palette, um, which launched a few weeks ago. It is a face and eye palette. There are eight eye shades in there and uh, we'll sort of... They're two like blushes, blushes and two and highlighters, like... but low-key is a peachy highlighter that I can use as a shimmery blush. I was going to say, I, even I've worn that with more as a blush, I yeah, think, Yeah, whereas Double Take is very matte and Cheap Shot is a purpley yeah. colour that is a little shimmery. And then there's Party File, which is definitely a highlighter. Yeah. So this palette, I mean, I really like it. Basically, what I want to say straight up is I really like it. Mm. I got along with the colours. The pigment was great. For me, in the eyeshadows, I was able to do a look without dipping into anywhere else to find yeah. other colors. I took it away with me for a weekend and it was basically all I used. Uh, other people I know have had issues with it because of, uh, A, the mirror. So yeah. the mirror in the middle of the palette is magnetic and it comes away. You can fully mm. remove it, which for me was great because I was staying in a hotel that didn't have a window um, a mirror near a light source or near a window so i was able to just like whip it out check out my mirror uh, check out my makeup by natural daylight and i was very happy yeah. other people have not enjoyed it as much i think it's that thing like i was saying my issue with it is if you say you drop the mirror or you smash it then yeah. you're gonna have bits of mirror in between both sections of the powders yeah and say you lose the mirror you then actually can't properly close can't it properly there's like a gap the palette. You're which right. to me again i'm just a, i'm an i'm a born problem solver <laughs> in my head um so i i get it i don't hate it yeah and for me i love the colors the colors for me are bang on trend not that that's the reason that i'll buy makeup but you know again for my kit i know there'll be things i'll be working yeah. with when i work with magazines and i just feel like for those of you who like the nars wanted palette yes and wanted slightly more pinks than reds mm -hmm. this is very close to that i feel like you get yeah. those nice subtle shimmers you've got intense pigments with the pinks you've still got a few matte transition shades and i actually think this is a very very wearable palette for Me spring too. and i honestly think if you took out the shade shade <laughs> which is sort of a pearly purpley ready pinky, magenta, yeah. magenta you've actually got a super neutral palette i mean it's not that far away from the naked heat or from yeah and it know? does seem somewhere you know it's not too warm and not too cool i feel like yeah. it's somewhere in the middle which i think a lot of people will like it for got that reason bear and curve which are the two nudie taupe 
colors that are sort of shimmery nudie taupes and i wore yeah. those just in the daytime yeah and they were fantastic and then i would just pick, st- get a bit of 180 which is a <laughs> pearly brown in the crease and on the lash line to amp up at night and then when i really wanted to go for it i would use attitude and shade which are the two i uh, love those they're my two favorite. darker sort of fire colors yeah but i really liked it i'm yeah. so sad for the people that got a, do- a duff one there must have just been a duff batch maybe maybe that's what happened i mean for me i had no issue with pigment i had no issue there was no fallout for me they were true to what i would say is a very reliable formula with urban decay eyeshadows i think they really stood the test of time because they're affordable compared to a lot of you know they sit somewhere yeah. in that kind of mid price range so i think they're very accessible to a lot of people you get a lot of pans when you buy yeah. an urban palette and um, i think we've got the price for this one i don't think yes. it was crazy this one is 46 dollars um yeah. and i, I think have it's about 32 in i England, think yeah like around that price five. I am wearing it on one of the photos on my Instagram at the minute at Harry Makes Up. If you want to see it on the eyes and I've taken a photo in daylight so you can go and see. I think I am wearing the shades you said, Lindsay, which are shade and attitude. Yeah. Um, And then I used a bit of WTF in the crease. (laughs) WTF. WTF. Yeah, let us know how you got on with that. Yeah. Because I am just really curious as to whether or not maybe some people just didn't get on with it or if there was a duff batch. Uh. But yeah, just really Let's interesting. Know, yeah. But we got on with it really well. We yeah. really liked no it. No complaints of me. Just no not complaints. sure about the mirror. That was all my, mm. yeah. I Entirely. can deal with that. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> like just thing you know. Um, one thing that we're not able to deal with quite so well. <laughs> I can't believe we're having to do this again because it's breaking my heart. Guys, this was so nearly my highlight of the week. It was so close to being my highlight of the week. While we're talking about palettes I've been traveling with lately. Yeah. So a lot of you will remember my issues with the Tarte Foil Finger Paints <laughs> palette, which was a highlight of the week and I absolutely adored. It's cream to powder shadows. It was absolutely stunning and it came in a palette that looked as though it had been dipped in the bottom of a fishbowl. Uh, <laughs> I was soon alerted by one of our fantastic listeners to the fact that you could peel that off and then just have a lovely gold palette and I was very happy. And then Tarte came out with this. <laughs> and it's the it's from their new mermaid collection. It's the Tarte Be a Mermaid and Make Waves palette. It's $42. <laughs> Don't have a UK price right now. Don't know where it's available for sure in the UK, but it is on Tarte.com and it is on Sephora, so you can get it. Now, this is going to split people right down the middle <laughs> because I come to you as the world's greatest Little Mermaid fan ever. Oh, like, I'm a Little Mermaid fan. I'll I go that far. I was Little Mermaid till the cows come home when I was a little girl. I wanted to be the Little Mermaid. I used to play the Little Mermaid. I went to see it live at the Hollywood Bowl last year when they performed it. Darren Criss was Prince Eric. I wasn't convinced by that at all. Um, but I love the Little Mermaid. I love mermaid stuff. I'm a mermaid fan. I did a mermaid class. You did. You, I, w- you, I went to you mermaid You could be school. any more of a fan if you tried. I couldn't. I mean, unless I've got a giant frame poster of Splash downstairs. <laughs> like, if you threw me in the ocean, I would pray that I would grow a tail in gills and not just drown. But that's by the by. I saw this collection and was like, mm, well, we've done mermaids feel a bit done lately, but let's give this a shot. Uh, and Tart came out with this Be a Mermaid Mate Waves palette. Um, and it's, it's a shell shape, an iridescent shell shape. I was like, okay, yeah, that's kind of cute. That's kind of cute. Describe I saw the my picture. face right now, Lindsay. I'm not, because I'm not done. 
I saw the picture online and I was like, that's kind of cute. Like, let's get a look. And I saw the shades online and I thought, wow, that's really beautiful. Again, we've got a lot of this season's reds, pinks, neutrals. But then again, with this pop of teal, which I've said we're seeing because yep. spring, summer's coming. So there's a, a splash shade, which is, I would say, is a, a, um, a metallic teal. There's Lagoon, which is an absolutely stunning navy blue that's metallic. And then this Bubbles, which is the most bonkers duochrome it's beautiful it's absolutely absolutely insane it's gorgeous it's sort of a blue pink shift and it's stunning and then the others are all very very wearable reds teals got red steels reds pinks golds neutrals mm. so that's the good part of it and it wears like a dream uh it applies like a dream the bad part is when the shell packaging arrived <laughs> i don't know what i thought it was gonna be but it is a big old padded leatherette iridescent shell and I, I, don't, I don't know how to feel i feel like you're waiting for my input because i'm just like i'm just waiting for you to say something awful about it because i can't <sighs> do you know what i'm learning Lindsay? you can't judge a book by its cover because you inside if it's a book because i write books for all living, right you can all book, right the book cover jacket i have this argument all the time the people that design <laughs> the book covers work really hard it is literally their job for you to judge that book by that cover so you true. can't judge any when people say the saying don't I judge know. a book by its cover that's true of everything except for books in which case you should definitely judge a book by its cover anyway carry on i, I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's so that thing where i the adult in me is like i love the colors i love the yeah. formula it performs i'd happily wear it on myself um I, I would use it i just feel like i don't want something that looks like a six-year-old's poly pocket for my makeup it's just not my jam i get that some people are like into the cutesy packaging and i and I, like we've said it with the two-faced diamond thing like that was fun and kitsch yeah but I don't know. It wasn't naff. This to There's me a difference a between naff. kitsch and naff. And I know that this like the difference is I know I could find those beautiful colors in another palette without having oh, to have a great so big gorgeous, gaudy like I, mean, I don't even know how to describe it. You, you did a very good little mermaid under the sea impression. I did. When Harry came in and I presented it to her, I used it as sort of like a Muppet puppet and performed yeah. under the and sea. And it looks like a toy. It looks. <laughs> do you know what it is? It looks cheap. That's what it is. It does. It's sad. I'm sorry. Like, I love Tarte's makeup. I love the products. I think these eyeshadows are stunning. And I get that this is their aesthetic, but it's just not for me. But it doesn't even feel like Tarte to me. It's so novelty-based. It's like, I want to give this to a 14-year-old who is obsessed with a little Mermaid. who would not even love 14, it like yeah. a 12 year old who is obsessed oh God, with a little mermaid like, who would love it themselves. as a 37 year old woman who's obsessed with a little mermaid <laughs> it's harder because like it doesn't fit in my palette stash in my drawer because i have like <laughs> i know i know i know i'm not winning myself any fans here but i've got like mini shelves built into my drawer so that i can stack all my palettes it doesn't yeah. fit because it's so puffy and like padded um I don't want it out on my vanity because it looks like <laughs> a child's toy. Yeah. It's so confusing. I want to love it because I genuinely do love palettes. And it's not priced as a toy. It's $42. No. And, and I think, makeup. you know, I like the fact that the shades are good. You get quite a few shades for $42. But I just look at that. I'm like, no, I don't want it. I it's breaking it. my heart because it's fantastic. And if you love it, then yay you. Go for your life. Yay you. Absolutely. Exactly. Each Buy to their it. own. You do you. Love it. Mermaid the shit out of it because it's awesome. And the colours are stunning. They are. And the wear I can't time is great. 
And uh, some people have complained about the pan size being quite small and a lot of wasted space. I think it's even the shape looks like kid makeup. You know, when you yeah. buy kid makeup, the way they're cut. They're shaped. They're shaped. They're, they're, look, shaped. they're shell shaped. They're shell. Even the pans are shell shaped, which oh. can make it quite tricky to get into the little bit at the end that's narrow. But honestly, when I very rarely finish yeah. a palette. So I wasn't super upset about that. I just am really upset that it. I don't want people to see me using it. <laughs> if you got that uh, out on the tube or something, people would be like, yeah, be like, don't mind me, darling. Don't mind me with my I'm just under girl talk freebie. Under <laughs> anyway, moving on from that, I feel like love, lovely product inside and I will, yeah. Yeah. Go to the other end of the spectrum. To the other end of the spectrum. The spectrum. The spectrum. So the other end of the spectrum, we have a very, very exciting launch. And I cannot wait for everyone else to see this because I've already had a play with it and I really liked it. It's the Sunday Riley. Sunday Riley, the skincare brand, are launching slowly into colour and they are bringing out their first foundation, which is going to be called the Influencer Foundation. Um, it's a matte satin finish. It's long wear. It's true to skin looking, but with coverage. Um, there's no SPF, I believe. So again, it's great for photos, things like that. You can just add your SPF separately. And from what I've seen so far, I think this is probably one of like my favourite matte foundations I've tried yet. Ooh. Statement. I am very excited. Yeah, I think it's really interesting because for a long time when skincare brands were doing makeup, I wasn't interested. And when makeup brands were doing skincare, I wasn't interested. But I think that's changing. I think people are learning to do both. Um, and people that do it well are killing the game. Yeah. So I'm really excited. And it's only $20. Yeah, I think it's really affordable. Squeezy tube. Yay! That's for the win. So very excited about that. And I believe, I think there's 20 or 22 shades. So quite a good shade range as well in this. I'm very excited. Yeah, for a first launch, I think this is going to impress a lot of people. So I'm excited for you guys to yeah. see it and see what you think. As soon as we get that, we will, of course... Uh, yeah let you know try it out try out more but yeah lucky harry getting a little play a little sneak peek (laughs) see that's why you're the professional makeup artist (laughs) and i'm the unprofessional idiot sat at home buying mermaid palettes (sighs) together we come one performing under the sea (laughs) when my friends come over today's main feature because we've had a couple of interviews the last few episodes thank you dr k thank you sally hughes yeah you awesome Um, people you awesome awesome people and sally's double awesome because she's coming back for part two in our next episode to be continued to be continued (laughs) there was just too much awesomeness for one episode uh so what we thought would be fun this week was to answer some of your questions because we've had a few we've had a few we've had one or two thank you everyone that's thank you so questions. much yeah and when i say one or two there's there's actually hundreds i've got a tree's worth of questions yeah um, see how we get through them <laughs> yeah, we'll see how we get through most of them came from our facebook group thank you so much for everyone that's in our awesome facebook group you know how much we love you uh and if you would like to join said Facebook group, you can pop along facebook.com forward slash full coverage podcast. And the top post, the top pinned post is a link to our full coverage beauty banter group. You can click on that. You will in mere seconds be approved. You do have to be approved, unfortunately, because we've got to keep the riff. It's legit. Out. Yeah. It's <laughs> basically, we're trying to keep our group a safe, wonderful space where people won't be upsold weird things from multi-marketing yes. companies. And disguised as beauty lovers. Disguised as beauty lovers. <laughs> and people are doing that, which I was really upset about. Because yeah. I'm like, who would do that? Who would do that to our lovely group? But they will, because they're mean. But they won't be allowed in, so you will be safe. So please come and join us in the Facebook group. And then you could ask us wonderful questions like these and have them answered on the pod. On the pod. So let's get started. First question. Sophie Louise, 
What is your signature go-to look when you're in a rush to get ready? A flick. <laughs> it is. <laughs> there you go. Harry's is a flick. Harry flick every time. I feel naked without it. I've experimented without it recently, but I always go back to it. Yeah. It's, it's what makes you feel good, right? Yeah. Yeah, mine's the same. If I know I've got to be in a place and I've got to look as, like prepared and not just like hiya um i will i'll definitely do base because i my skin tone is very uneven so i'd feel like i need a base uh i'll do dior lip glow in pink original pink because that's my go-to lip yeah and then i would just do mascara and a tight line yeah i would get a little bit of black eyeliner in the roots of them their lashes just finish things off nicely yeah it just makes yeah. me feel like finished and put um, together put together Question two uh, might be the best question ever. I don't want to upset <laughs> anyone else, but it might be the best question ever. It's from Emma Guns. Emma Guns is in the house. In the house, who you oh. may or may not know, but you absolutely we love Emma. well should. Mm. Emma Guns from the Emma Guns show wants to know how do we both get to be so awesome? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't no. feel very awesome. I so we just had some technical difficulties. Well, I was going to say, we're now repeating <laughs> this question for the second time and it feels even less awesome the second time. <laughs> yeah it's like we woke up and we were just like oh, we should be awesome so yeah. we decided to be awesome so we're awesome now yeah That's we cannot it. we can't do that one can we no we're like we're not awesome no. we've got a stupid podcast machine that made us repeat these <laughs> questions because it hates us because it hates everything it's yes. oh, it's, it's the patriarchy our podcast machine is the patriarchy but thank you emma <laughs> everyone please go and check out emma's show she's the best she's amazing how did you get to be so awesome emma <laughs> rhetorical not rhetorical not question. rhetorical question. not rhetorical not we want to know legit i want to know <laughs> uh sarah kingsley wants to know what is my uh, our your go-to long wear makeup for dry skin it's got to be office appropriate um, because her face eats all of her makeup um go to for dry skin um i do like for me i feel like dry skin i do like chanel vita lumiere the normal one i think that's really yes. nice that's nice and hydrating kind of evens out the skin really nicely and there's a good bit of coverage in there without it being a super heavy yeah too much foundation for daytime um again i think what we talked about sort of that uh creating thin layers so you know layering things like your blush with like a liquid cream blush underneath and then a powder blush on top yeah. so you've got that longevity especially if your face is eating makeup yeah and if your skin is dry make sure your uh skin prep is all in order right so yeah. you want to make sure you're properly moisturized definitely uh, maybe a setting spray will help at the end of it all yeah. and worst case scenario get that statement lip on yeah and then it doesn't if matter what doubt, else is on your yeah. face get you that lipstick it, on it. yeah it's office appropriate it's always office appropriate you're in an office yeah. and you're appropriate therefore it's <laughs> office appropriate get it on your chops Gemma marie what's the one product you regret buying the most um so i a while ago did a review of the victoria beckham for estee lauder range the first range i was very happily in love loved it all loved the whole line pretty much um the second line she did with estee lauder no i mean i feel like the things she re-bought out that were already in the first line were great because they already existed in the first line yeah. but the eyeshadows in particular in the second one I just didn't really get on with. I was a bit like, I actually took them back. Yeah. And I wish now I had brought the translucent setting powder because everyone says that was amazing. So I feel like I missed out there. But it makes sense because you went for the exciting colours that yeah, she Yeah, I thought know, I'd wear those loads. And even the colours themselves, they kind of didn't really go. I don't know. It was just one of those mm. things where I was like, it felt like four meh shades. Yeah. Like so I didn't get it. That's not okay. We just didn't get it. No. Maybe. Whereas we the first eyeshadow it. one with the six in, I, oh love, God, I love that. that. I wear that all the time still. I love yeah, it. Yeah, me too. The metal, they're so, almost yeah. metallic. They're gorgeous. Beautiful. 
Uh, for me, it would be there's two and it breaks my heart. The first one breaks my heart mm-hmm. because I love them. I love them dearly, but I regret them still, which just goes to prove you can regret something you love. Yeah. Uh, it's the Pat McGrath eye palettes. Um, and not necessarily these two that I have, although I do wish I'd only bought one because they're relatively similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the original Pat McGrath eye palettes, they're so, so expensive. Yeah. They're so heavy. I find them quite hard to get a cohesive look out of one on their own. I feel like I always end up using another palette to sort of transition or to blend. Um, and I just never use them because they're just so heavy and cumbersome. I don't yeah. take them away with me because they're way too heavy to put in a kit. And yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where if I hadn't bought them, I would always be like, oh, I wish I had those palettes. Yeah, you have to have brought it to know. Yeah, but now <laughs> I get them, I definitely yeah. regret them. I, if I could send them back, I would send them back because I just don't use them enough. It breaks my heart to say it. Uh, if I was regretting something because it was a big bag of poop, um, it was a Charlotte Tilbury <laughs> Legendary Lashes Mascara. I didn't get on with that either. All over my face within Literally, an hour. panda eyes galore. Worst mascara I've ever used. Yeah. Apart and from the that hype one I was used so, I was, like, was so big. I feel like I love Charlotte's products, but I feel like the mascaras are still my least favorite thing about yeah. the range. I, I hope general. they've changed the formulation because I know some people get along with it. Yeah, some people I know love it. Yeah, so I really hope it is that they've changed the formulation and we just got duds at the beginning because... Yeah. Uh, that was not i mean i would just never recommend it i would never recommend it laura lucola wants to know what do we think about boycotting certain brands and products what's an absolute no-no that would stop us buying a brand or product and can a brand and product recover from inverted commas losing face that's such a good question um and i think it's almost like a bigger discussion in itself i feel like we both sort of trying to think about how you answer this question and i think it's kind of up to the individual it's up to the individual what you feel comfortable with um i said myself i definitely feel like there's been a lot of drama in the beauty industry recently when is there not um <laughs> but i do spill that tea, spill that tea. yeah i do feel like it's kind of there are certain brand founders perhaps or brands that have behaved in ways in the past that if i had a brand or customers i would never want to treat them that way um but each to their own i don't know the inside and outs of what's going yeah. on in said company so I try to mind my own business where applicable and I kind of think, you know, I, I know what, I guess it, it, I think it just depends on you as the individual, what, what for you would stop buying. I I mean, I can't think of specifics here. I think it would have to be relative to what certain situation had happened or unless someone um, killed someone, unless someone killed someone in that case, you are a bad, bad person. And no more makeup from you. No more makeup. Yeah, I feel the same. I think it's tough because I can think of myself as an individual on what I will and won't choose to buy. But then I think for the podcast, I think if something is news and it's newsworthy and I know our listeners are interested in it, then I want to cover it. Uh, but then I, I, I've said before, I, the way I feel about this is it's like Starbucks people that don't want to buy coffee from Starbucks because they're a multinational bad corporation. They don't like them, which is open to your own interpretation. Yeah. Um, for me, if I don't like a brand owner, if I don't like a certain influencer who is creating a product, if I don't like the person responsible for the brand, I yeah. don't buy them yeah. and I won't give them oxygen. So that's not to say if a certain influencer was creating a product and you brought it in and you loved yeah. it or you thought it was really important news or it was your highlight, I would never yeah. say to you, I'm not having this on the podcast. <laughs> I would just say like, okay, I personally don't have an opinion. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the safest way to go about it. Um, yeah. On the other end of the spectrum, I understand there are people who obviously don't want to use stuff because they're trying to live a cruelty-free lifestyle yeah. or a vegan lifestyle. I personally am not... 
I feel like a massive hypocrite saying that because obviously the last thing I want is animals to suffer for the sake yeah, of my makeup. Of and that is something that I sort of wrestle with quite often. Mm. That I'm like, oh, I don't really want to encourage or buy products that aren't cruelty-free. In my dream world, all brands are cruelty-free. Yeah. I don't think there's any need for it in this day and age. No, I think that's the sad reality is there isn't any need for it. Yeah, and that that, that is hard and I do wrestle with that. But in the interest of the podcast and covering as wide of a range of products as we can we do but it would be hypocritical of me to say i'm only doing it for the podcast because i know i do personally buy into yeah. brands that that are part of companies that test on animals and i hate that um but yeah that's that's where i stand i think it's difficult yeah. it's a great question and a difficult one to ask and we should definitely And i think it's a bigger conversation i think it's something we can definitely talk about maybe on a yes. podcast separately at some point absolutely 100 percent. bookmarked bookmarked so <laughs> Lucy Blake says, how do I blend powder products like bronzer and blush into an unset wet foundation without it going streaky or patchy? So I would say this depends on what kind of foundation you're using. If you are using a more dewy foundation, a kind of more light reflective that's quite... And anything generally that's more kind of like wet in formula, I would say avoid. I feel like, you know, it's just going to drag. The powder is going to catch in certain areas stronger than others. You're going to end up with quite an uneven finish. Um, for me, I do sometimes go directly onto a foundation if I feel the foundation is a foundation that tends to set um, or has perhaps a slightly more satin finish or a matte finish. I can get away with it on certain skin types. Um, I think for me, you know, I don't know if it's a question, Lucy, of not liking powder, but I would definitely recommend perhaps like trying something like the Laura Mercier um, Translucent Loose Powder. That's a great one very very finely milled very invisible on the skin but it will just give that separation between the two layers so you can go in with your powders it sets the foundation and nothing's going to drag um so yeah that's how i would answer that one excellent and while we're talking about foundation if you could only use one foundation for the <sighs> rest of your life which would it be now we both know we're going to fear answering oh, this because so I feel like so I know hard. in my heart of hearts I want to be like no I can't commit but for the sake of said question I'm going to go with Chanel Vitalumia Aqua for okay. now I may in six <laughs> questions time revoke no, that this one. but for now I'm going to go with Chanel Vitalumia Aqua yeah for me I, I've struggled with it too I've struggled with it I think based on how long I've been using it, how many times I've repurchased it and how reliable it is. It's got to be Armani Luminous Silk. Yeah. Because it's golden oldie. It's golden oldie. It's, and, and, you know, like 10 years from now, I might say it's Nars Naturally Radiant because I, that has replaced yeah. Luminous Silk for me in my more regular routine. At the minute, yeah. But it's new. Yeah. And I've been through endless bottles of luminous silk and even photo focus uh photo finish sorry from photo focus photo focus from wet and wild like i love that foundation yeah. very I, similar I think it's to very Armani, very yeah. similar to luminous silk and it's an absolute bargain yeah if i lost all my foundations and i only had that i would be perfectly happy yeah um but it's got to be luminous silk fair it's dues gotta it's gotta be hannah Catherine kappa wants to know how do you get makeup to properly set on your face and not slip around so that kind of relates back to yeah. our mixing yeah i think a good translucent powder or a setting powder with a little bit of color and if you like a little bit of extra pigment um a setting spray is always good and i definitely think opt for kind of thin layers so yeah. you know you can build up relatively easily and it's always easier to add more than it is to take away where do you stand on primers 
I mean, I think, again, I feel another podcast all in itself. I mean, I <laughs> I definitely go backwards and forwards with primers. It's funny, I've just resort out my kit. I've just been resorting through my kit and I bought loads of little moody things to kind of decant lots of primers yeah. to really try and put them through their test again. And I think that will be a tried and tested series at some point on my channel. Um, I, I do like them. I think there's many that do nothing. Um, and I think, again, <laughs> it has a lot to do with the skin types that you're applying them to. Um, yeah, I think it's kind of oh I feel like there's quite a lot of answers yeah. to that one and again yeah. it is a bigger subject I mean I'm not opposed to them I do like them but I know there's a lot that I've tried where I'm like I see no difference yeah, using them anything. yeah excellent well good to know, good I, to I, know. I, I'm learning because I'm like <laughs> how do I keep my makeup on my face Harold uh, <laughs> next question Pia Arena Smith if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I want to know, what was your biggest beauty fail? Um, biggest beauty fail? Um, my biggest beauty fail... I mean, it's funny because when I look back and I'm like, oh, bless young me. I, I, the things that I guess are technically a fail are also like well cute because it's just yeah. like me being a teenager. And like, I remember I, I was a tomboy for a really long time. And then when I found makeup, I found all the makeup. <laughs> so it was like, I remember when Seventeen did those like Christmas palettes where there was like a glitter gel oh, and a silver eyeshadow. And I do remember wearing silver eyeshadow. I mean, I wore no base to be fair. I wore no foundation. No, I didn't even know what concealer was at that but like. 11 I don't know if I was 11 or 12 I definitely was around that point Early and I would time. wear crazy silver eyeshadow with a glitter gel and keep my back then in the 90s the gels did not set we're no. not talking like no, cream it was like powder. hair gel with it was like hair it. gel on my eyes and I would gel two bits in <laughs> front <laughs> Uh, and then the best bit was because they'd be so hard gelled I'd flick them off and be like antennas nice that's really <laughs> yeah impressive. and I look back and I'm like oh bless young Harry bless you, young you've got Harry. to go through it yeah see worryingly my biggest beauty fail was about 18 months ago <laughs> I was uh, eight days ago <laughs> yeah it's eight days ago when I bleached off my eyebrow no um my biggest beauty fail so I am naturally dark blonde I bleach it almost platinum and then I put in a pink tint because as is my want. Uh, a <laughs> couple of years ago, I decided 
so I wanted to go platinum and my hairdresser wouldn't do it because I'd recently gone from very dark red to blonde. And obviously that took a massive toll on my hair. It took like 18 hours in total to do it. She was like, we're not doing anything else. Leave it alone. Um, so <laughs> what I was like, oh, in that case, if she won't go platinum and I couldn't get any pink to take, I just really wanted to go pink and it wouldn't take. So I dyed it blue. <laughs> um, but I did it with like a shampoo color. Like it, it was, it wasn't like a, a, a dye. It was like a, a wash in, wash out conditioner thing, except it did not wash in, wash out. It just went green <laughs> and I had blue green hair Amazing. for like three weeks. And I was so depressed because it wouldn't wash out that I was like, okay. And it didn't look terrible. It just looked blue. Um, and it just wasn't my color, which is crazy because I wear a lot of blue because I love it. Yeah. But on my, against my skin, it just looked <laughs> terrible. So, and because I guess because it went kind of green. So what I decided to do in my ultimate wisdom, did tons and tons of research and was like, I'll do a bleach wash, which is just a very, very, very diluted <laughs> bleach. Uh, anyone that knows, it's just like a shampoo, but with bleach mixed in and it just strips out any remaining color. It should just take it back to what it was. It went orange. Oh, it no. went orange. Um, yeah. So I then spent an entire day trying to fix it myself with like toners, purple toners, purple conditioner. I went through like half a tub of the Chris Christoph Robin baby blonde conditioner, <laughs> which is obscenely expensive. Um, and it, in the end, I got it back to sort of like this almost sunset thing. So it was like orangey-ish in the back and on the ends and then sort of a warmer to paler blonde around the front. And I kept like properly trying to sell it like I'd done it on purpose. And a couple of people was like, oh, your hair looks amazing. Why did you do this? And I burst into <laughs> tears and be like, I ruined my own hair. Um, and then eventually I had to go and see my hairdresser and fess up. And she just laughed because she's amazing. And she was like, well, I guess we're going platinum now, aren't we? And I was like, yay! Uh, so it all worked out in the end. But between the blue green and then the orange, dear God, it looked so bad. Uh, so like guys just you've been warned you've been warned don't do it i mean i'm always with hair i'm always like it's just hair it well, will always grow out and someone can fix it yeah but just just know yourself i have got one more actually now about hair i remember being 13 maybe 14 and um truth be, truth be told i had a tash nice. <laughs> some hasn't? of us do some of us do and um at 14 i didn't want to have a tash I and do. i know especially when i was hormonal it would go even darker so I Joland it one day and um, I thought that was the answer. And I remember looking in um, my mum's like the car mirror in the sunlight and I had a twinkly tash oh, <laughs> and it had gone like really yellow. And I was like, it's just going to have to come off. Yeah, and that's what happened next. But yeah, that just reminded me of that, like thinking I'd done the Jolan. I was like, yeah, you can't see it. Great. And then I remember being in the sunlight and it was like really twinkly. And I was like, oh, there you are. Hiya, Harry. Yeah. Oh, so God. I just remembered that one to add into the mix. So we've all been there, you guys. Uh, so Jen. Jenny Peace, big fan from the Facebook page. We Woo. know you, Jenny. We love you. Um, Jenny is in California in September. What beauty stores does she need to visit? Well, Ulta. Ulta. That's a given. Sephora. I mean, Sephora, just because I feel like the ones in Europe even don't have half no, the stuff we the have. you got it. Um, um, it doesn't specifically say LA, but I'm going to assume LA because I want to send you to Violet Grey. Yeah, I was going to say Violet Grey. If you're feeling up for like a proper beauty road trip, I would say do Namie's, do yeah. Nigel's. 
um because you'll get all kinds of fun stuff yeah. in there um where else should she go Lindsay? Uh, i like well, that little one in silver lake the what is it called oh, the, the la pink yeah, yeah that's la pink really apothecary cute. that's really lovely yeah. that's near me uh credo as i mentioned earlier yeah. is a new store um in los angeles there's a couple it's all natural beauty uh, but they have like jane iredale they have Rose. Oh God, Riley Rose. Riley Rose. Oh my yeah. God, Riley Rose. Got to Riley do Riley Rose. Rose. You've got, to, got to find a Riley Rose. It yeah. is the bomb. So cute. It's the best. You've got to, got to, got to, got to. And I said the bomb unironically, and I can't <laughs> even believe it, but because it is, it's gorgeous. You've got to go to Riley Rose. Um, reminders again, closer to the time, because like we'll probably be at we'll one hit of those you places. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many, and they're so good. Okay, Victoria Island sets. Any tips, products for eyeliner to go smoothly on the top eyelid? Uh, and and there any eye cream recommendations? And is eye cream worth the bother? I mean, what you can do if your eyeliner is... Uh, I know when it's cold, sometimes pencil liner does go quite hard if you were talking about pencil. I'm not sure if we are or not, but I'm going to presume. Um, so you can always just like warm it up on the back of your hand a little bit so it goes a little bit smoother. Um, you can even dot a tiny bit of facial oil on the top Ooh. if it's like rock solid. Sometimes I have lit, had lip pencils or eye pencils that are like completely dried out and just like a dot of oil kind of rubbed in almost makes it more emollient again. Obviously then it's not necessarily going to stay in place as well or set as much. Yeah. I'm thinking if you want it more kind of smoky. Um, again, I think look at the formula you're using. If you're looking for something to smooth apply you want a coal yeah. I would avoid something that's kind of like a long wear or you know obviously long wear is fine as long as you get some play time then it locks into place but definitely something like a coal is going to glide along a little bit easier yeah. um, and I think my tip if you are talking about liquid or gel pot or anything like that is always um if, if I, we may be completely misunderstanding your question because we're quite stupid um, but <laughs> if you're just struggling to get a smooth line I find resting my elbow on yeah. a surface and using Massively. a mirror that I can look directly into a mirror that really helps me because um, my eyeliner is never straight and when it's never straight I just smoke it out and yeah. run with it and be like it was supposed to be smoky bitches <laughs> what are you gonna do about it Okay, Rosa West says, wedding foundation. I'm at a wedding Ooh. in Bordeaux in July, so I want something that won't slide, but I still love a glow. Okay, so a new one I've been testing out that I'm quite excited to tell you guys about is one from Lord & Berry, and it's Ooh. called Cream Foundation, no SPF. I would love there to be more shades, I'm not going to lie, but it's a very nice one for weddings or special occasions. You don't have to worry about flash photography. Um, I think the new Sunday Riley one's going to be good when that comes out because yeah. there's no SPF if you want a more matte foundation. You can never go wrong with Armani Luminous Silk. Yeah. That is your class. I mean, for weddings, most of the times, that's what I would use or yeah. recommend to friends who are getting married and want to do their own makeup. Um, I know the Makeup Forever HD, that can be quite nice for like special occasions as well. What else do I like? I mean, if you have really dry skin, I also really like the Tom Ford foundation stick. That's very nice. Yeah. It's really highly emollient if you have really, really dry kind of flaky yeah. skin. Even the new uh, Bobbi Brown long wear. Um, yep. If you have an oilier skin, yeah. I'd go with that because that's quite dry, but it yeah, does stick around. Yeah, that's a good point. Does or the stick NARS, around. even the new NARS one, the long wear. Oh, that that would so be great pretty. for weddings too. So and setting spray, setting spray, spreading spray. Brother spray, sweaty spray. You definitely don't want sweaty spray. You want a sweaty spray or a spetting spray. You want a setting spray. 
and my always, always, always say this because I see it come up time and time again in bridal recommendations. Don't get the radiant setting sprays. No. All that means is it's glittery. Yeah, don't for the love of You're God. You're not do a vampire that. from Twilight. No, don't just do stick that with to yourself. Urban Decay All Nighter. Yeah, they and, can't and they go even wrong. do a vegan one now. So there's like options, like every kind of um, skin type I think covered with the Urban Decay ones. Get it, get it. Hannah Settle says, when you were younger, was there a product that you coveted and lusted after that belonged to a grown-up? Mine was Benefit's Dr. Feelgood mm-hmm. and an Estee Lauder pu- uh, limited edition pure color lips. It belonged to my aunt. She would love to know ours. Oh, it's funny, actually, because now I'm like, now I've got a lot of love for Benefit because mine was my mom's hula. I remember she yeah. had the hula bronzer. And no. I re- and again, hula, um, Benefit in general, it was like a really fancy brand when yep. I was a kid. It was like my mum had the Dr. Feelgood and those kind of, and I think she had the rosy tint, what was it, the cheek tint? Uh, Benetint. Benetint, that's the one. Yep. Um, and she had quite a couple of the products and I just always loved them. I guess as a kid, it almost looked like, because of the packaging, it was like, oh, it's for grown-ups, but it's still appealing to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, so that. I'd say it's probably that. That yeah. was what I remember from Mine would have been Benefit too. Mine would have been um, Benefit Bad Gal pencil. Oh, yes. That the was neon it. neon pink pencil with the black. Yeah. And it was just a big, black, giant, amazing yeah. rock and roll pencil. And I thought it was so sexy cool. and yeah. so cool. Agreed. And I wanted that so badly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, God, probably all the urban decay stuff like that was yeah. urban decay and benefit was totally my gateway into yeah. wanting it yeah. instead of just seeing it belong to someone else yeah. and seeing specific products like i don't remember like i remember my mum's and my aunt's and my nan's makeup but i don't remember specific products yeah but i remember that bad gal pencil i remember the urban decay lip gunks and the face cases and just thinking they were the coolest things i'd ever seen oh actually maybe maybelline great lash mascara yeah. I do remember thinking that, that must have been like, I wanted it so badly. I made my dad bring it back from a trip to America <laughs> and he brought me back like a brown one and I was devastated. Oh, that is the worst. Oh, an absolute oh, bastard. And he yeah. brought back the waterproof so it wasn't pink and green. It was the oh. wrong colors. <laughs> so I like, was so heartbroken. This is not what the nylon pretty book has oh, shown me. Jesus, I mean, Paul, <laughs> get it together. Anyway, Louisa Boyce has a great question. Would you rather never use a oh. razor or tweezers ever again? Uh, wait, hang on. Which one would I rather never use? Yeah, so you've got to throw one in the bin and never have it back. Tweezers. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It's a good question, though. It's a really good question. Had to think you guys are on fire today. Yeah, because I, like... I was like, you know what? I feel like I could just make <laughs> dodgy eyebrows work or I could cover up strays with well, concealer and also, or I could shave them. I was going to say, you could... <laughs> I don't think I don't think anyone would ever want to let me have a razor blade near my eyes. But But I'm like that. That's an option. Yeah, as lazy as I am about shaving my legs, Nana does like shaving. But I love the feeling of my legs when they've been shaved. I love silky smooth legs. It makes me feel like I've made an (laughs) effort. In my head, I can just hear, "I'm your Venus, I'm your fire, (laughs) your desire, desire, desire." Anyway, anyway, um, Erin Sally Norris. (laughs) <laughs> says could you recommend a cream blusher any particular brands that do them well something that oh. ideally somebody purchased on the high street whether it's high end or high street where do i start i feel like i could give you umpteen suggestions for this one um high street i feel like it should be like go go yeah go go go, go. um revlon <laughs> i feel like barry m does great like the sticks she he, she he what who knows i'm barry scott <laughs> That's still it bang. Oh, That's still it bang. Okay, back to the question. Um, I feel like Barry M does really nice blush sticks that are very comparable to the Charlotte Tilbury ones. They're like a really good dupe for nice. when Charlotte did the beach sticks. Yes. Um, 
cream blush revlon does really nice ones max factor does great ones um if you want to go a little bit higher in price you can't go wrong with rms they do beautiful formulations um i mean really i again i feel like we're really spoiled now for cream products like they're really having their moment everyone is you know wants the glow and you can really enhance that even more so with a cream blush so lots of options this is a very good one marianne jane shepherd says it's separate it's separated (laughs) into a question for me and a a question for harry oh so harry's question is top three lipsticks ever okay um charlotte tilbury bitch perfect nice burberry i think it's called peach nude or nude peach maybe it's peach and it's nude and it's by burberry and then nars corella oh Velvet oh, matte pencil. Go, Kelk. So mine is top three <laughs> highlighters ever. Oh. And this is really hard. <laughs> go, go. Uh, so <laughs> if it was off the top of my head, and I'll regret it forever because there'll be ones that I don't think of, but it would be for sure the Hourglass Vanish uh, yeah. Flash highlighter sticks that are new, but I have not been without them. I absolutely adore them. It would be the uh, Cover FX Custom Cover Drops because I think they are so versatile and you mm. can go from the tiniest hint of glow to blinding sexy robot in 10 seconds flat. And then I want to say a powder, but like, actually I think it would probably be Glossier Haloscope. Oh, good. I do I really love that like it. it. Yeah, I mean, it would be that or Dewy Stick. I'm cheating as four because Dewy Stick is a completely <laughs> different finish to the other two. Yeah. Whereas I feel like I could achieve the Halo Scope finish with a custom cover finish or the Hourglass stick. All right. So maybe it would be Dewy Stick. Well done. But if I had to have a backup, I'll stop. <laughs> anyway, thank you. That was very good. You've broken my heart because now I just want to go and hold all my other highlighters and tell them that I love them. Okay. Ooh, this is a really good one. Florine Troen says, if you had to own makeup from only one brand, which would it be? Oh, that's a good question. That's really hard. And it's for us to wear, not for like... Yeah, no, just for you forever and ever. My mind's telling me Tom Ford. But my body (laughs) is telling me... Oh, it's hard. Oh, it's hard. It's telling me it's coming... (laughs) <laughs> it's coming maybe even nars oh i feel like i could cover one. a lot of scope with NARS. a lot of base with nars i know my heart immediately said hourglass mm. because i love so many of their products but then i was like i don't know if i've got a mascara from there yeah and mascara is my thing yeah whereas i'm like yes blush yes highlight yes powders yes yeah. foundation but then i was like the thing that's missing there for me the glaring yeah error is mascara um and then that took me weirdly <laughs> it's, it's all be doing this all day um maybe even to l'oreal interesting because i just think yeah i haven't got the heart beating joy of prestige brand there yeah but if you could have <laughs> Look, i went tom ford. <laughs> tom ford well and i thought about tom ford but then i was like well actually there's not that i'm not that in love with the tom ford foundation like i like yeah. the stick but it's not great for me yeah um whereas i know there's stuff in l'oreal that i can work through across every yeah every spectrum mm. um i think they're doing so well right now like their yeah. highlighters they've just done sort of are very similar to the Cover FX custom color drop mm, I that I beautiful. love, and that's beautiful. Lash Paradise is my go-to mascara. Mm. Live and die. Yeah. Um. I their 
true match press powder is my hg press powder yeah so yeah maybe it'll be l'oreal which i'm surprised at because i was like oh urban decay oh nars oh chanel oh anyone else i'm gonna Um, think of like three more actually maybe dior i don't know (laughs) see we can't commit because i can't get away without we're learning we have commitment issues when it comes to makeup (laughs) (laughs) we've got problems thanks for highlighting them (laughs) florine lizzie beach what was the first makeup item you remember purchasing um mine would be cheap makeup from the market or our beloved natural collection lip yes. balm is it sugar plum what was it called yeah, sugar plum yeah yeah probably That's that what one i was gonna say it was either my constant scroll yeah topical lip gloss off the market for a quid yeah if that or yeah, Boots Natural Collection, the lip balm in Sugar Plum, and I had the red currant as well. Yeah, I thought that's was pretty, pretty much. And I can smell much. and taste them both yeah, right now. I can. Um, and then she also wants to know what was your first high-end makeup purchase? I feel like I didn't purchase it; it was given to me. So I'm like, okay, what was the first thing I brought? Um, I can't remember. I remember the first expensive it was given to me, which was a Chanel eyeshadow a by Chanel my mum's yeah. friend. We talked about that. I yeah. think I was very jealous. Um, <laughs> mine, I, I think we talked about this before too, but I, it's such a clear memory. When I was at uni and I had got money in my hands for the first time in my entire life, <laughs> I obviously went and shit it all up on the wall. At, on makeup. <laughs> um, I went to Essay Lauder counter in Boots in Nottingham uh, at the department store on Market Square, the big one that used to be on the corner of Market Square. And they had a gift with purchase at Essay Lauder if you bought two things you got tons of stuff so i bought two essay lauder <laughs> lipsticks and they were like the big heavy gold casing with the fluted Amazing. casing that at the time were like such old lady lipsticks but now they look exactly like charlotte Tilbury. yeah <laughs> just like gold instead of rose gold and i remember them so clearly i loved them so much man <sighs> manon burger wants to know what's the best tubing mascara any tips on keeping the curl in place after applying mascara See, I always thought I didn't use tubing mascara until I re- I listened to the Sally interview and um, she talked about her Clinique ones. And I yep. believe Lash Power, I yes. think, is a tubing mascara. And yet I've always taken it off with waterproof eye makeup remover. Yeah. So the joke's on me. <laughs> <laughs> so in regards to that, as makeup artist, I should know this question. But again, I think because I'm always quite thorough with makeup remover, yep. I never kind of rely on just water. Yeah. So... I don't think I'm actually the best one to answer this. Um, I would say I've been through real tubing mascara phases. I loved Blink when it mm. first came out because I think they were the original. At least yes. they're, the per- the, they're the people I associate with it. Yeah. And I still think they're really great. Um, and I love Lash Power. I, I just There's something about tubing mascara that I actually consider to be magic. Yeah. That you just apply it and then you press a warm washcloth across your yeah. wet warm washcloth and it just slides off. off yeah how is that possible Magic. it's so amazing and for me yeah that's Clinique lash power for sure um with regards to keeping the curl in place I think it's just making the most of your curler right I mean I'm I'm will forever be with a eyelash curler I mean if you want something more intense more long-lasting lvl is great um mm-hmm. the eyelash lift you can get those in quite a few beauticians do them hearing about them um, more and more lately yeah i've done it i really like the effect i definitely feel like it almost flips your lashes upwards so yeah. it, it, it's it's not really a curl it's literally like a lift like it literally lifts them up but it makes you look very wide-eyed you'll have way more lashes than what you realized you did and if you yeah. get the tint with it as well that's great for holidays yeah great if you don't have time for mascara um i really recommend that treatment i've had that a few times and love it okay good to know nicola smith adds to this by asking what is a tubing mascara good question nicola um it is a mascara that um rather than just 
painting or tinting your lashes a color it actually um the fibers in the mascara don't ask us how the witchcraft is because you know we don't know <laughs> but it creates little tiny tubes that surround each individual lash so rather than tinting them you are basically wrapping a tube of pigment around each lash uh so when you remove it you can just with warm i don't say hand hot it's got to be yeah. warmish but not so hot that you would scold your face warm yeah. water on a wet washcloth uh, and then just slide it up over your eyes and it removes the tubes magic it's magic it's amazing charlie makepeace wants to know what kind of brands products harry would use in her kit but not personally Oh, that's a good question. Mm. I mean, there's nothing I wouldn't use in my kit that I wouldn't use on myself. I feel like when I talk about distinguishing products between my kit and myself, it's more just out of once they're in the kit, I can never be bothered to get them out to use on myself. It's just like a lost pit in there. Um, So yeah, there's nothing that obviously, I mean, for me, it has to be tested on me before it goes into my kit anyway, often, unless I know that I'm working with someone, for example, where they already use said product and they're like, oh, can you make sure you have this? Or, you know, they have it when I work with them anyway. So it's just a product I know I use with them because they like it. Um, so yeah, I don't think there is one. Is the short answer to that? <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, next question. There are so many. We are going to have to miss out a few, but when we don't answer, we'll try and answer on the website or on the site. Oh, good gosh, there's so many. I, I, that Sean and Marie Brennan wants to know how much we spend a month on beauty and like, quite <laughs> frankly I'm about to file my taxes and there's no way on God's green earth am I I've just done one. my taxes it was a lot <laughs> it was an awful lot uh, Sean also wants to know what's been your favourite makeup trend skin I just love skin I feel like I love freckles I love that look when you've been on holiday and your nose is a little bit burnt and like everything looks a bit pink and you've got color back in your skin and you feel healthy even though you've eaten loads and drank loads but (laughs) you've had the best time (laughs) um but then also I mean I'm loving pink eyeshadow at the minute I'm so loving that and I know for me even like glossy eyelids I always go back to even in editorial work I do so I feel like everything is just a reincarnation of things that have already happened anyway. So again, I think makeup is very dependent on my mood and and I think it always changes for me. Yeah. Mine's a highlight. (laughs) I do. I mean, I like lots of things, but if we think about trends, you know, that things that have come and and weren't around before yeah it's it's going to be highlighter yeah i just it makes me so happy in all of its many forms yeah it just gives me joy it's a little pocket of happiness just a pocket of happiness and we all need those from time to time we do we do alexandra medina wants to know which youtube influencers do we watch if any oh that's a good question um i i watch a real mix i love people like nadine baggett caroline hirons obviously for you know a wealth of information and really understanding products and not just how to use them but why they're working what actives look for etc and you know really the technology that's up and coming within skincare in particular um i really enjoy for creativity i love um i think she's called zana wait no jana two jana two um she's an amazing makeup artist does it primarily on herself every now and then sometimes other people but she's a videographer as well so her whole approach to youtube is what i wish i could do if i knew how to edit like her like it's so (laughs) beautiful um i love violet fr i think what she's doing right now is so refreshing in the beauty industry um i love her approach to makeup um yeah I mean I I think again it's always changing there's always new people coming through but they're the ones kind of my go-tos at the minute 
Yeah, I would echo a lot of those. Nadine, for sure. Caroline, for sure. Um, I really like Em at My Pale Skin. Yeah, um, she's just great. I love pieces. what she's done, especially when I was suffering very badly with mm. acne. I loved watching her videos, not just because she has acne, but because she's yeah. not ashamed and she wasn't yeah. saying like, this is how I cover up to leave the house. It was just yeah. like, I have acne. That's part of it. Carry yeah. on. I love her. I think she's fantastic. Um, I... I'm a sucker for a Tati review because she makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, and my... Tati's my guilty pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I can't watch the unboxing videos anymore. That's no, just No, I can't me. do the PR unboxing I've videos. I really had to walk away from that. But I like her reviews. I yes. like how she's, you know, she checks, she gives a very in-depth review yeah. of many of the products. Uh, and then my new go-to, which I didn't even realize how bad it was until I saw him tweeting about am I going to upload this tonight or tomorrow morning on his new video the other day? And I was like, upload it now, upload it now, upload it now. <laughs> and that is Manny. And I have got such a beauty crush on Manny. I'm in love with him. <laughs> I'm in love with him. I just want to watch every video. I was like, oh, Harry, we need to start incorporating this. Like, if you don't like it, don't fucking listen to it. I know, I love makes me that. so happy. Yeah, he just looks like he's having the best time. I just love how films. he is like, to quote a lot of annoying 2018 speak, he feels he's so authentic <laughs> and true himself yeah. and he's not trying to be anything else and i too i do think he's honest i have bought things he's recommended yeah i i think he's great and i love him and i want more mannies in this world more money more money please oh, i'd love to have money on the podcast come oh, on manny it would need you such a r rating but i would love it so much <laughs> not for sexy times just for the language but i would love him There'd so be much. a lot of lube jokes oh that. my god you know all it. of them i love him all so the much jokes. And bring your doggy bring your doggy i love him <laughs> anyway Charlie Makepeace. We're only going to answer a couple more because we're running out of time and we've literally still got stacks. So we're going to have to do a, uh, a part two, <laughs> potentially three <laughs> and four on this. Or maybe a special episode for the podcast group. We'll let you know. Uh, Charlie Makepeace wants to know, if there was going to be a full coverage collaboration with a brand or a range, what would we want it to be? Uh, she has guessed Sexy Robot Highlight and a Smudge Proof Mascara. I think that goes without saying. Um, <laughs> you're quite right. But Harry, if you could create a range, what would it look like? What would it be? Who knows? I feel like I love what Pixie Woo have done with Real Techniques. I love the fact they kind of just stuck with brushes and tools and they've really like run with it. Like I feel like they're doing it so well. You can watch pretty much any YouTube video in every any country and someone will have a Real Techniques brush. Yeah. You know, they're products that are affordable, easy to get hold of. They work. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's one of those things that... You know, I love what Glossier did. I feel like they've done such a clever, clever thing. I love um, what Lixia is doing, you know, but I also, I love Chanel. Like there's, there's yeah. so many crossovers with where my aesthetic is met both within packaging and the products. Um, I love what Ray Morris does with her brushes, like mm -hmm. just makes really beautiful tools. So I honestly don't know. Like, it's one of those questions that I'm like, again, I think because we're in such a digital space now as well, I think there's more a focus on things like digital products. So like I have my e-courses that I made, you know, so putting kind of time into those as well and like education in a sense, yeah. as opposed to just something to buy to have. Um, and for me, I love empowering other women. That's, I love it when people yeah. find makeup and they suddenly like, oh my God, this is so much fun. I feel amazing. Or, you know, find a way to express themselves. Yeah. That for me is the real joy of it. 
Um, but yeah, I, do, I, I can't, I don't feel like I see it. I don't see a yeah. vision in my head where I'm like, this is what it looked like. What's yeah. it like? I think I would find it so hard to make the choices of what I would want because same thing, like I wouldn't want anyone to feel excluded. I would want it to be completely inclusive. Um, but it would be so, so, so hard to figure out what that looks like. I think someone I think is doing it extremely well is Sona Gasparian Mm. um, of Simply Sona and her Persona cosmetics line. She made the identity palette last year, which I thought was exceptional. It was beautiful quality. The pictures were all fantastic. And uh, the pictures, the colors were all fantastic. And I think it worked on probably all skin tones. And then she's just dropped uh, her second range, uh, which is three highlighters. So there's a highlight, again, different undertones that works for all skin tones. I think that's fantastic. I really think I'd go somewhere like that. So I was creating, it would be very, very extremely tightly edited and curated one product at a time. Uh, and something that everyone could enjoy and use without feeling excluded. I don't think I would ever touch base or concealer or anything like that. Yeah, I think it's too hard. Yeah, uh, and if you're going to do it, you've got to do it so well because yeah. you know everyone's going to. And it's been done. You. It's <laughs> being done so well right now. I don't think I would want to touch it. I think I would want to play in the world of color um, and fun color, just like really fun, easy to wear, can't mess it up, no wrong way to do it product. I think that's where I'd be good to know and we're gonna have to wrap it up because we've literally we've talked for like five questions and we'll save the rest we've done five pages and we've got like another 15 (laughs) pages so we're gonna save these away for the next time Uh, and we'll definitely work through the rest of them sooner or later but now guys now it's time for highlight of the week yes so it just makes me so happy (laughs) fun times joyous (laughs) harry what's your highlight um, my highlight this week, I didn't tell Lindsay what it was when I walked in. I, I know, was like, it's a she mascara. She won't tell me. She just said it's a mascara. And this totally took me by surprise. I had a trial size of it gifted to me. I think when I'd brought something else from the brand and I'd popped it in my little travel, in my travel bag, I keep all my miniatures. Um, it is YSL Le Choc Mascara. <gasps> I love this. Yes. Oh my God. I can't, I thought... Oh my God. I can't believe you didn't tell me. It's like my favorite. I feel so late to the party because I had a mini of it and I was like, well, oh, this is probably going to make me have hand eyes, but I can't bother to put a full size mascara in my makeup bag because that means I can't bring the rest of the makeup that I want to bring. So I popped it in. I used it the whole time I was in England for you two son weeks. son of a... And I bloody loved it. I can't believe you didn't tell me. I really, yeah, I'm really quite surprised. It's definitely volume. I feel like it gives intense lashes. I do, I do feel like come like 6pm, I start to get a little yeah. bit of shadowing, but no way near panderize what I've experienced with other mascaras. And, you know, it's nothing that I can't kind of like sweep up with yeah. my finger. It's not like it fully stains and goes really full on. Um, it's a nice black intense lash. I feel like it holds a curl. It's thickening. It's wonderful. And I'm really excited to find another easy to get hold of mascara I love. I really love it too. That makes me happy. Yeah. Yay. Didn't see that coming, did you? Didn't see it coming. She's sly. (laughs) She's a sly one. What's your one? My one is something that I've been shouting about a lot on social media. Um, It's so rare for me and it's actually really hard for me to choose a skincare item because it's not sexy. It's not fun. But my skin has been so good lately and I struggle with adult acne. I struggle when I travel. My skin is up and down. I've been traveling a lot lately to different climates. Sounds really fancy. It's actually just LA and and England and they're very different. Um, (laughs) But I've been traveling and I touch wood, haven't even had hormonal breakouts, which is bonkers. And I know that skincare can't really affect that. 
But um, I, when I do get hormonal breakouts, I get really, really bad scarring because I'm so fair. Whenever I get um, a big, angry hormonal spot, I get a scar for a long time. So I was given this by a PR. This was sent to us. Uh, it's the Skin-esque Enzyme Washing Powder. Uh, it sounds like for your, like for that. your washing, washing machine, powder. it's not, it's for your face. Uh, and I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I took it with a grain of salt. I'm so dedicated to my Elemis, uh, cleansing balm. And I was like, well, I'll throw this in as the second cleanse. Cause I swap and change my second cleanse all the time. Um, and then I liked it. I was like, oh yeah, it's okay. And then I was going away. So I was like, oh, actually this is a good one to pack. So I'm going away cause it's not liquid. So I can put it in my hand luggage and I'll know I have it. Even if my case gets lost, which has only happened to me once. And yet it is the greatest fear of my whole life. <laughs> um, and I used it for sort of three weeks straight and I haven't stopped using it. I've got about a quarter of the bottle left and I've just ordered two new ones. That good. You've my ordered pennies. more already. Yeah. Because I don't want to run out of it. It is so good my skin is clearer my skin is fresher it feels um it's one of those powders so you shake a little bit out into the palm of your hand and then the best way to use it is to i shake it out into my left hand then i run my right hand under the tap so it's wet but not dripping wet yeah and then just rub my two hands together to create a uh, cleanser so the great thing about it being the powder, you can make it a little bit thicker. Yeah. Um, and you can almost, I mean, it doesn't say to leave it on as a mask. Maybe you shouldn't, but sometimes I'll leave it on a little bit longer and really yeah. massage it in because it feels gorgeous yeah. to massage into the skin. And I really feel like those enzymes are like, yum, 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 eating away <laughs> all the dead skin. Um, it's just so fantastic. I use it as my second cleanse and my morning cleanse. Uh, I believe it's got it's, it's an enzymatic cleanser so it's yeah. a chemical cleanser I want to say it's papaya but I've lost the press release so I'm an idiot it's either <laughs> papaya or pineapple because I remember going mm -hmm. like my skin loves both those things um it's available online at skinness.com and I think it was $30 there's like a 10% oh, nice. off with your that's first not, purchase that's affordable yeah yeah so it's not that expensive at all um it's not I believe I believe it's currently not available in the UK right so I'm trying to find that out for you this is gorgeous. I've double bought it. I <laughs> cannot say enough good things about it. So many people messaged me while I was in the UK and on Instagram stories a lot saying like, what are you doing to your skin? What are you doing to your skin? Oh, and nice. this is the only thing that's yeah. new. It's the only thing that's new in my regime. So I'm super, super into it. Love it so much. Happy days. I think we've got more skincare to talk about. Well, Who even are we? Think, Who even are I we? I think we've got a joint highlight that we're both really excited yeah. about. Yeah. So our joint highlight is Lixia. Yes. And we're kind of, I mean, which would you say is your favorite of all so the ones you've been trying at the minute? We were given, correct me if I'm wrong, the vitamin C paste, the electro gel, is it electro gel cleanser. Yes, electro gel and cleanser. And the uh, universal emulsion, which is the moisturizer. Um, I haven't used the cleanser because I've been using this as my second cleanse, the Skinesque, uh, full disclosure. But I've been told it's very good. But I have been using the vitamin C paste daily i would say for the last two weeks um and i have used the emulsion the universal emulsion three or four times as a day moisturizer uh and i have to say the vitamin c paste is now i'm making this official i'm giving it full coverage official stamp my current favorite vitamin c product that i have used in time I love That's it. That's quite a statement. It is. Well, I think vitamin C is so hard because it's so hard to keep stable and so many come in droppers and I hate these things in droppers because 
they go bad before you can use them all up. Um, it's relatively affordable. I think it's 32 pounds for the 50 mil tube, which is what I've got. And that's gonna last a while because you only use sort of a pea-sized blob and that does my whole face and neck. Um, it doesn't irritate my skin. I personally feel like it smells a little bit like bottom. I know that doesn't <laughs> bother you. And the smell goes away right away. Yeah. Um, I feel like it doesn't sit on top of the skin. Like I used to like the ordinary yeah. vitamin C suspensions, but they didn't absorb well into the skin. They either felt gritty or they felt too silicony and they didn't absorb well. Yeah. This takes a second to massage in and then it's gone. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. What about you? I feel like, I mean, I'm like, I'm trying to do all three rigorously so that I'm actually testing the, the efficacy of them yes. all together. Um, I feel like the emulsion, I love the, I, I just love as a brand, actually, the concept of, you know, not necessarily needing an eye cream or a neck cream. It's just very simplistic, yeah. but effective. Um, I love the emulsion. I definitely am loving the electro gel in the okay. evening. Like I'm really enjoying that and with the washcloth. You can use that as a mask as well, right? Yeah, you can. I mean, you leave it on only for one minute if it's not a mask. And I think three minutes if it is a mask. So even, okay. even as a proper mask, it's not like she's asking you to spend loads of time. And it's formulated by, um, I think it's Colette. It is Colette. It is definitely That's Colette. Hayden, Hayden. I believe it's I believe it's Hayden. Colette Hayden. <laughs> um, I've written a blog post all about it actually oh, in more detail um, on the blog, which is just harrymakesup.com if you want to go and see that, where I explain each product in kind of full disclosure of what they are, what they do, and what I think about them. So the founder, um, Colette, you may know her work. You probably already have products that she has in your bathroom somewhere. Um, she's worked with many well-known brands making some of like the best-selling formulas out there. So I think it's nice that she's been able to do something on her own terms without a brand having to be like, we want X, Y, and Z. She's just been able to make something that she wanted that's really effective and simplistic. And I like that. I think skincare sometimes can get a bit overwhelming and yes. feel like it's more difficult than it needs to be for the sake of yeah. feeling like it's more fancy. So I love this simplistic approach. I love that it, and it is kind of like it does what it says on the tin brand. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, I, yes, the packaging is gorgeous. Not going to lie. That is definitely a positive. I feel like it's style and substance. And for me, that's a win. Yeah, you can't go wrong with it. I, I was curious because I'd, I'd seen the packaging and enjoyed it. And then when I talked to Sally and Sally was full of praise for yeah. it. And I know she, you know, obviously Sally gets bleeding yeah. everything. She could test everything from yeah. Superdrug lines to La Mer to whatever you want to call it. And she really liked it. Um, so yeah, I was keen to get it on my face. And as I say, primarily I've used the vitamin C paste. I will repurchase it yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. I will not question it i feel like there are so few things i repurchase because we get sent so yeah, much that's true and it tends to be skincare where i go into a repurchasing mode because because i do have problematic skin so i will always get the elemis cleansing balm i've report two bottles of the skin-esque in fear of it going yeah. away or me running out and i will definitely get this vitamin c paste i like the moisturizer i don't yeah. I, I you know i'm not overwhelmed by it because i've yeah. just it may not be heavy enough for my skin out here because i get so dehydrated yeah. um but i like it as a daytime i'm gonna base. try and get the night switch to put into it i want to okay. try adding the night which switches. one because i noticed there's three uh i need to remember which one it is there I is think a retinol the, there's an aha and there's a bha well, and there's, I think one has PHA. Well, with a, the... There's AHA, PHA, 
AH, there's PHA slash It gets AHA. so confusing. That's it, yeah. Sorry, it, it's not confusing you guys. It's amazing. And she does there's, say on the bottle what they're all for. Theories, so I just can't yeah. remember one what. One is retinol. One is an exfoliating like an exfoliator. AHA, PHA. And one is for congested skin, which is the AHA, BHA. Yes, I think, I mean, at the minute, I definitely need the congested skin because I've got quite a few blackheads coming from where I've yeah. been traveling. And I like the fact as well, she does actually say with the um, night switches, you should use one like the whole time before yeah. you then switch up to the next night switch. So maybe Maybe I'll try that one first and see yeah. how I get on. Just see if that kind of does amp up the moisturizer. No, I just think it's it's a perfectly executed range. It looks beautiful. It performs beautifully. It's by a doctor. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's someone who knows what doctor. they're doing. She yeah, knows exactly. what she's doing. She's not trying to upsell you anything. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, just a massive, massive fan of it. So yeah. well done, Lixit. It's another, I mean, they have, They don't need any more thumbs up. They've got all the thumbs up. <laughs> but it's another thumbs up from us. So thank you very much. It's a win. So we just want to say thank you very much to everyone for listening. Thank you to everyone who's joined our Facebook group. Please come and join us. Check it out. It's fun. If you want to contact us, we are at Full Coverage Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. We are at Full Coverage Podcast <laughs> on Facebook. We're everywhere. Just look for Full Coverage Podcast. It's almost <laughs> certainly us. Uh, if it isn't, let us know. Yeah, I'm that <laughs> would be a bit worrying. Slightly concerned. Um, and you can always email us your questions. Hello at fullcoveragepodcast.com. We will get to those questions and we will reply to you. We promise. If you really loved us, what could they do, Harry? You could leave us some stars and jazz hands. Like, I'm totally fine with jazz hands. <laughs> Preferably, five stars would be amazing. It helps the yeah. podcast massively. helps people find us. And if you would like to leave us a lovely review, that would be yeah. awesome. So just pop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us that we review and those five tiny stars. Yeah. It's just five tiny stars. They're Please. Just ones. But we would really <laughs> like them. Thank you very much. Please, thank you. And that's it from us this week. That's it. Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. We'll be back again in another two weeks with yet another podcast. Um, until then, look after yourselves and each other. And each other. I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. She can't help herself. <laughs> we'll be back. Uh, next time we've got part two of the Sally Hughes interview. So look out for that. And we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.